This is the Real Person Podcast. Yes, uh, the senator from Hawaii, Maisie Hirono, is retarded. And uh, I can say that in full confidence, uh, knowing that for sure. Um, I can't stand her. Yes, absolutely. Yep, she is a joke. Uh, she doesn't even know the law, remember. <clears throat> she does not. She writes the law, but she doesn't know what the law is. She, she was completely unclear that it was illegal, which is, you know, against the law to just walk across our border. She didn't understand that. Yep. No, she does not make good rice balls, actually. Maisie Hirono's family is, uh, you know, it, this is the sad state of affairs here in Hawaii. I've, I've explained this before, is that, for one... It, it may be the most corrupt political scene in the entire country uh, from top to bottom. Like it is all about kickbacks and payoffs. It's very corrupt. Uh, it is also undoubtedly due to the fact that the people of Hawaii are fairly politically lazy. And it's all connections. It's all about my auntie, my cousin, my uncle, my sister. I mean, that's normal. <clears throat> but, um, you know, we're out. We are literally out registered here seven to one. Seven to one. There's zero chance that a Republican will do anything uh, here. So... It's uh, it's the the unions, the unions run Hawaii beyond a shadow of a doubt. There's not much we can do about it. We're trying. Believe me, I'm not a defeatist. You guys know me. I'm here every day, seven days a week, fighting for what's right. So I fight nonstop here in Hawaii. Believe me, it's just I'm being realistic and letting you know what the honest to God truth is. Unless a plurality of voters wake up to the fact that Maisie Hirono needs to be retired. It's unlikely to happen. So, <laughs> mammogram. <laughs> All right. I've wasted enough time talking about Hirono. Snitty, snitty, bang, bang. Yes. I love that William Barr categorized Weissman's letter as being snitty. Yes, that was absolutely hilarious because he asked, what's with the letter, Bob? Why don't you just pick up the phone? <laughs> and basically he said, did you disagree with my conclusions? And Bob said, no, no, didn't disagree with the conclusions one bit. So what's the point? The point is it's politics. It is politics, but here's where I want to get into something that I haven't seen anybody talk about. And I know that it tends to be the drum I beat, but I'm going to tell you what everybody, the never Trumpers, those establishment righties and the left really were doing with a lot of what you heard in the testimony today. And if you go back and listen to it again, you'll hear it is that 
They're coming for your internet right now. They're going to use this bullshit to get there. Okay? They're literally coming for your internet right now. That $100 in fucking Facebook ads they're going to use to figure out how to regulate the Russian content uh, for the next election. Which tells you <clears throat> that they're going to make our lives very difficult in getting the message out. Remember, memes, right? And I'm not saying that this is accurate or even true. I'm saying that this is the perception in the mainstream media. But the only reason that the president won is due to memes. The only reason that the president won is due to Russian ads. The only reason that the president won was we out here on social media. So that's telling you where they're coming. What's their focus? What are they going to do? How are they going to attack us? <clears throat> they're coming right now. And they're using what's going on. Yeah, we. I told you yesterday on my second scope about Venezuela. And you're already seeing that they're spinning it up. It's, this is going to be sold as the f biggest foreign policy failure of the United States. That's, what, that's how they're going to spin it. It's going to be President Trump's fault. And it's going to be our uh, completely everybody that dies is going to be a, 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 at President Trump's hands. I'm telling you, that's what these people are going to do. I've already told you that. The uh, the stuff that we're seeing today in this bar hearing, though, is you can see that they're trying to play this political game. And now you understand why it was so important today, because Barr even said it himself. You now understand why it was so important that not only did Rod Rosenstein sign off on this whole deal, but so did Mueller. And again, he highlighted the fact that, hey, I gave Bob a chance to uh, review my letter before it went out. He declined. And now you're seeing why he declined. He declined because he's playing politics. And it's pretty crystal clear. Yeah, I'm at Costco again. I need to get uh, need to get some supplies for stuff. Um, and then I got to go to Home Depot, of course. But yeah, he declined because he's playing politics. <clears throat> he is trying to play the middle here. So they knew it would take Barr time to do it himself. Yeah, time to spend. Exactly. <clears throat> they didn't expect it to happen so quickly. And the other thing that you see that I said was important at the time that clearly became important today is that once again, the point was tried to be made that the president influenced things, that the president influenced and caused redactions. And what happened? What did William Barr say? Let me be clear again that there was no, no executive privilege exercised in the redactions. Yeah, Lindsay did say the F word. And, and he apologized to the kitties. <laughs> I love the fact that these guys are waking up to the fact that Americans talk like Americans. 
And that if you're not going to talk like an American, the Americans just automatically are like, yeah, go fuck yourself. It was a quote. That's right. But that's my point is that he didn't shy away. This is one of the lessons that you could clearly see the politicians are learning from Donald Trump. Is that if you don't talk like us, we don't trust you. Right off the bat, that's just like one thing for sure. If you don't talk like us, we don't trust you. All you Bible-thumping idiots, there's no point to it. It's just, it's literally a losing strategy with the American population as a whole. Not just one side or the other, but as a whole. So, yeah, Fox broadcasted it, then apologized, yeah. Of course Barr was asked to recuse himself. Of course. I loved his answers. I loved... People say that Barr is boring. People say that Barr lacks personality. I'm sorry, but I think I could clearly hear in just two simple letters, one simple word, I clearly heard William Barr told that Senator Blumenthal to go fuck yourself. I literally, William Barr said no in such a way as to fully convey, what are you, fucking stupid? Like, he fully conveyed with one word, two letters, no, that you're a fucking moron. Like, I heard it. I heard him say, go fuck yourself. You're an idiot. Like, that was literally, he just said no, but clearly in the way he delivered that no, he was telling them, go fuck yourself. And I loved it. I thought that William Barr was very good and his personality shines through in those simple statements. Like, well, can we have your notes? No. Why should you have them? Like, give me a fucking reason. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, he might as well have said, who the fuck do you think you are? I love it. I heard it. I heard him say, who the fuck do you think you are? See, that's what I'm saying. If you don't understand that he is literally able to sit there with a straight face and look right at them and say, no, in such a way like that, where it's just, dripping with condescension, where it's like, no, not going to do it. So I I love the way that he responds to these morons. And if you can't hear it, I think that that may lead you to believe that uh, he doesn't, uh, that he's boring, that he lacks personality. But I think it's clear in the way that he delivers these little words that, that, um, you know, he's taking control of these people. And they have no answers. They have zero answers for him. When he says, well, why should you have that? Are you going to recuse? No. Like he literally, go back and listen to how he delivered that no. He delivered that with full conviction. No. He might as well have said, what are you fucking nuts? Why the fuck would I recuse? Do you you understand how the law works? Like it's just dripping with condescension. I can't even say that word today for some reason. And he kicked him right in the nuts. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Barr was as animated as dry toast, but he was funny if you listen. That's right. That's right. I don't think he's going to show up tomorrow. I think he's going to, because look, no nads Nadler is going to try to quote unquote stick to his guns, right? Because he's got the big balls. Well, he doesn't. He's got the little BBs. So I don't think William Barr is going to show up tomorrow. I think he's going to clearly say, look, I testify before Congress, not staffers. You want to play games? Go fuck yourself. And 
this is the thing that these people in the media and on the left don't understand. And that's why I use this all the time to, to highlight how retarded they are, is that their very arguments of separate, separate, but equal, it absolutely means you have no power over me. That's what it means. You have no authority over me. Okay? So what does that tell you? Hey, Congress, go fuck yourself. I don't have to show up. I don't have to testify. I do not have to sit in front of Congress no matter what you say. You want to subpoena me? Go ahead. I'll ignore it too. Now what? Go ahead. Drop the subpoenas all you want. You want to show the American people that you have absolutely no authority? Please, please do that because you have no authority and the law is crystal clear and the Constitution through separation of powers is crystal fucking clear and the Supreme Court decisions are crystal fucking clear. Go fuck yourself. You have no authority. The only thing you can do, the absolute only thing you can do is reduce my budget. And then explain yourself to the American people why we don't have whatever department you wanted to defund. Oh, because your feelings were hurt? Oh, because you need to wipe your ass a little bit more? What? See, that's what's being learned right now. The left is learning how the Constitution works in real time. No Nads Nadler is going to literally find out that he does not have the authority he thinks he has. That he does not have the power to compel the administration to do anything. It's not there. The power does not exist in the Constitution. The only thing that exists is that they have the power of the purse strings. That's where all this shit started from. Any law, even if written and signed by a former president, even if it's a law on the books, this is a constitutional question. This has been decided by the Supreme Court. It is precedent and it is clear. Any law which in practice has the effect of nullifying the Constitution is therefore not legal. This is Supreme Court precedence. The Constitution rules all. It doesn't even matter if the language of the law is legal. If the law has the net effect, listen to what I'm saying, the net effect of being unconstitutional, that law is rendered invalid, period. So what does that tell you? The supreme law of the land is the Constitution. If you understand the Constitution, you can clearly see which laws are just invalid. And that is what they can't stand. That they can try to write up whatever bullshit they want to write up. First of all, the president would have to sign it. But even if he signed it, if the net effect was unconstitutional, it's out of here. Can't do anything about it. Separation of powers. Who's in charge of prosecuting all of the laws in the United States? All of them. Who has all of the authority over any legal prosecution in the United States? 
A lot of people would say that it's the DOJ or that it's the AG. It's not. Because in the Constitution, inside that document, there is no language in there that says anything about an attorney general. There's no language in there that says anything about a Department of Justice. There is no language in there that says anything other than the executive branch. All power rests on the desk of the President of the United States. And that's a fact. That is constitutional law. And there is nothing they can do to go around that. So there is absolutely an impossible situation for the President of the United States to obstruct justice because he is the very embodiment of justice. That is constitutional law, no matter what else happens. And this is why it is very important to properly elect the correct people to do the correct job. Except Congress around executive power when they own the president. I don't understand what that means. Congress gets around, oh, let me try to read that. Except Congress gets around executive power when they own the president. I'm not quite sure that I understand the point you're trying to make, so try to clarify. I don't, I'm not sure that I understand what you're trying to say. Dems loved that very fact when Obama was in. Yes, they did. Remember, pen and a phone. I got a pen and a phone. I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, you really can't. Because it still is dictated by the Constitution of the United States. The executive branch cannot make any laws. Now, this highlights more separation of powers that these idiots in Congress, especially Maisie Hirono, I apologize on behalf of the state of Hawaii, do not understand, is that all of the laws of this country are to be written by Congress. Why? Because of the House of Representatives is supposed to represent the people and the Senate is supposed to represent the states, but it still must be ratified, that's called a signature, by the President of the United States. So that all of the branches of our government get a say in the law, because it's ultimately referred to, is it constitutional, through the Supreme Court. Because that's where the, the uh, Supreme Court litmus test for the constitutionality of a law comes in. They're the deciders. They're the ones that decide what laws are what. This is why it's set up that way. That is exactly why Congress has no prosecutorial authority. It's exactly why. Because somebody who writes the law cannot then enforce the law. Listen, here's, what, here's how simple it is. Let me go back to Constitution 101, right? So we won the Revolutionary War. We won our independence. Thank God George Washington was the guy that they said, hey, George, you want to be king? And he said, no, I don't want to fucking be king. So they had to figure out a whole new system of government. And so they researched every single system of government in history across the entire planet to come up with the Constitutional Republic, okay? So when they set out to bring up this president of the United States, when they set that in place, they said, well, what good is it if the president 
can just set any law they want. Well, so what did they decide? They decided that we'll get and we'll make a House of Representatives. And those guys, the people that, the men that fought, bled, and died for this country would write the law. But then they said, well, what about the states? Because I live in Virginia and I don't fucking like New Hampshire law. I don't want to go follow their law. I want my independence like I already have. So they created the Senate. And they said, well, in order to keep the states equal, there'll be two from every state irregardless. That's to create equality amongst the states so that no state could be forced to follow some ridiculous law written by Congress unless more, the majority of states agreed to it. See, this is simple, 101, schoolhouse rock, constitution. This is how the 17th Amendment is the most horrendous thing that's ever happened to this country. Because that is why you have lost all your states' rights. That is why the states have been dictated to and are subjects of the federal government. And other people are talking about it in Congress right now. I heard somebody the other day on a news channel say... Direct election of the Senate destroyed this country. Finally, finally, big voices, people in government are starting to understand that direct elections of our senators destroyed this fucking country. 17th Amendment, most horrific to where your rights stand today and why people don't understand. We are not subjects of the federal government we are citizens of the Republic of the United States of America. It's a big fucking difference. And you can clearly see that the Democrats in Congress and in the Senate don't understand the basic foundational principles of this country. <clears throat> but William Barr kicked him in the ass. William Barr said, no, why would I do that? Are you fucking nuts? Listen to what he said. We're fucking winning. And and there's some clear things that, well, I don't know about y'all, but I need a coffee. And listen to that testimony. There's clear signs they're coming after your internet right now. There's clear signs that even what's going on right now, William Barr is going to kick these guys in the ass for the illegal things that they did. Yeah, Barr took the air out of the room with no, yep. And he literally took it out of the air when he said, well, why would I do that? They don't have any answers for him. They, they can't come up with a good reason for him to recuse. They can't come up with a legal reason. And he clearly highlighted the fact, and I thought Lindsey Graham did a good job at least in this regard, is he highlighted opening the, the session with who was actually investigating Clinton. Partisan hacks that hated the President of the United States. Yet, who investigated the President of the United States? An independent counsel. And who was clearly independent. Who clearly was trying to still to this day play politics with it to try to be so middle of the road. There's a big difference there, and that's what William Barr has highlighted.
William Barr is going after these guys, and he said it today. He clearly said it, and, and as clear as he could, and he even said things like, "Yeah, I can't discuss that in the, this open setting." He was mentally ill because he tweets twenty four hours a day. <laughs> That's funny. All right. I'm going to let you guys go. I got to get to work. I got to get in here. Yeah. Justice is absolutely coming hard and swift. Uh, keep prayers for Venezuela. Uh, what they say Wednesday, make sure, uh, boogie bumper should be up here pretty soon. Follow at boogie bumper. Uh, and I will see you guys again tomorrow. Aloha. Everybody have a great day. You've been listening to the real person podcast. Follow James on Twitter at RealPersonPLTCS.